Welcome back to Behind the Birds podcast. I am hosting today, Nader, or Nader as I'm known in the biz. Nader. I am joined today by two very smart football minds, Eagles Intel Max and our friend Donovan, Philly Eagles updates. You're, no you're, Jay you're today. giving Donovan too much credit. I know, it's true. He does, He's not at 10,000 yet. We shouldn't. We'll say I'm I'm joined by one of the biggest Instagram Eagles Here pages. We Here and we an up and, and uh, we'll say an up and coming an up Boost and coming. my ego, baby. Boost my up ego. Oh no, no no wait, let him finish mine. Let him finish my intro. Good. Just no, an up, up and, and comer. That's yeah. all I was gonna say. That's it. If he's so, lucky. So well, I'm joined today by Max and Donovan, the original members of Behind the Birds. No Jay today. He's off. Uh, we don't know what School. he's doing. School. Being Most a good likely. student. Yeah, good for him. He's a, he's a good Can't boy. Relate. He's a good boy. So today, last last podcast. This team, I wasn't there, but uh, we went through the first round of the NFL draft, one through thirty-two. We did a mock draft. We'll go through it again before, probably draft week, honestly. Yep, we, we yeah yeah we'll do a preview pod of the draft right before today. No we're gonna be dump jumping a little bit more in depth into the possibilities of the Eagles pick at number twelve. What's gonna go on in front of them? What are the players you should be looking out for? And the way we're gonna do this is essentially go down from each team one to twelve. Talk about the options that they have, who we ultimately think they're going to take, and what will happen uh, on the night of, I believe it's April 28th is the is the draft? 29th, 29th, 29th. 29th. There you go. Okay, so with that being said, I think we're just going to dive right in. Uh, anybody who wants to follow along can do so. Tankathon.com, I think, is the best place just to check uh, prospects and... Um, and uh, There's a few different good sites here, Tankathon. Give pro football focus all the shit you want. Sure. I actually I like it. PFF Tankathon sponsor us, please sponsor yeah. the <laughs> podcast. Uh, okay, so the first pick in the NFL draft, 2021 NFL draft, Jacksonville Jaguars. Everybody knows this is going to be Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Anybody have any anything to add uh, on this pick? Is there a chance? You know, what, I what happens throw, if I would take... throw my life savings on Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think to, I agree, but. I would. Urban Meyer said they've pretty much decided on Lawrence. I think yeah. you know they decided on Lawrence as soon as they got they they got the first pick. Ninety nine percent chance this is going to be Trevor people, Lawrence. Yeah, people have said maybe Justin Fields because Ohio State, the Urban Meyer connection. No, Trevor Lawrence, lock it in. Just honestly, skip right to pick three on draft night. Yeah. So okay. So and that's a good point for Max. Basically, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence one in the one percent chance he doesn't go number one. He will go number two. Um, and number two, assuming it is Trevor Lawrence, will be Zach Wilson. We can somewhat discern that from the fact that Ian Rapport tweeted, and this was why he got pushed back. Ian Rapport tweeted the Eagles tried to trade up for Zach Wilson, but couldn't get past the Jets at two for obvious reasons. And everybody in the league is understanding that the By Jets the way, which we all called. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Behind the birds all over that. We knew they were going to fall in love with – if they fall in love with somebody, they would try to go up and get them. Number two, also going to be a quarterback, Zach Wilson. Is there a chance this pick is anybody else? No. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I tend to agree with both of you. Okay. So now the draft gets interesting at pick number three. The San Francisco 49ers make the aggressive move up from number 12 to number three. They are obviously going to be taking a quarterback. You don't make that move up unless you're going after a quarterback, especially in a draft class like this, yeah. where there's no other, you know, superstar player you might be targeting. You know, in the past, maybe you make an aggressive trade up for Miles Garrett if he starts to fall to number two. This year it's quarterback. So who are the Niners targeting? Well, Essentially, given that two quarterbacks are off the board, I'd say there's three names that they'd be looking at. Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. What do you guys think? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously quarterback, as you said. The rumors coming out of everywhere 
is that they might be going Mac Jones. And me and I know me and Donovan, I think that's who we put in our mock draft we did. last episode. But that was also his, right before, uh, just to add, that was we, when we predicted that, that was right before the pro day as well. Yes, it was before their second pro day. But I just don't know how. I actually saw a report today that it was Kyle Shanahan wants Mac Jones. I forget who reported it. It might have been Tony Pauline from Pro Football Network. Well, Kyle and Shanahan tends the to front like the office, pocket passer. Yes, but the front office apparently wants Trey Lance. So it doesn't even sound like Justin Fields is being considered at all, which is kind of silly to me because I think Fields is quarterback three in the class. But, I mean, obviously Shanahan wants his quarterback to run his offense. which It sounds like it's going to be Garoppolo either way next year, mm-hmm. and the quarterback they draft is going to sit behind Garoppolo. But right now it does sound like it's going to be Mac Jones. And if anyone got down it, if you want to put some input here, but yeah, um, is there anything I think, else like, no, I mean, you kind of hit it right on the money. I think Mac Jones and Trey Lance are kind of project quarterbacks. You know, they sit behind a year or two. And, I think all these quarterbacks are project quarterbacks. Besides you know, I mean, I can see, I can see fields. Bit. I could see fields starting right away, coming in right away and producing a little bit. But I mean, I think it's, I think you, I think the 49ers should go fields here. I mean, I don't see why not, but I think Shanahan likes his pocket passing quarterbacks. He likes, he likes his quarterbacks to stay in the pocket. He's Shanahan's always been huge on Kirk cousins. So, I mean, like Shanahan's always wanted Kirk in, in San Francisco. Yeah. So Mac Jones is kind of a Kirk cousins type quarterback. He just not very mobile sits in the pocket. Can't use his legs to extend plays. And I think, the 49ers should go in a different direction with a different type of quarterback as Justin Fields, because he can extend plays with his legs and he can make, he can make, he can make impressive throws. It's also not as much as what they should do as much as what we're hearing right now. Obviously I agree with you. Justin Fields, in my opinion, should be the pick as well, but what's coming out from these NFL circles and these reporters who are trusted reporters, like Tony Pauline's one of the best when it comes to the draft. I've followed him for three years now. He's hit on a lot of Eagles stuff, a lot of NFL draft stuff in the past few years. They just added Benjamin Albright to his website. He's actually been – we've given him hate before, but Albright's actually been on his game this whole offseason, so props to him for that. But every circles, it's going to be Mac Jones, but there's going to be people inside the 49ers building who are going to push for Trey Lance. So I don't even think Fields is being considered at this point. I could be wrong because I don't know anybody remotely close to this. I'm just doing it based on what we're hearing through people on Twitter. Yeah, here's what I would say. The Niners don't really have any uh, – they have no interest in smoke screening this pick anymore. Once they got up to three, given that the you top know, two picks yeah. are pretty much – That's a great point. Actually, that's a great point. Exactly. Yeah. They don't need point. to smoke screen. They, they, I don't nobody's going to go in front of them. So, And and what's most important about that is that Shanahan and, and general manager John Lynch both went to Mac Jones's pro day at the Over same time Fields. Justin Fields' pro day was going on. So I think I think it comes down to this. I think they're going to take Mac Jones. If I had to put odds on it, I think it's going to be like they there's 75% I think Mac Jones, Mac Jones is uh, plus 150 right now on sports books right now. Okay. So at yeah, the top so of the list, obviously. I, I, I would say Mac Jones about like a 75% chance, Trey Lance at about like a 20% chance, and I don't think they're tasting Justin Fields. That's I mean that that I think if you're an Eagles fan you have to be rooting for Mac Jones because the other you know the, the other two guys Lance and Fields I think are locks to go in the top 10. If anybody would drop I think it would be Mac Jones. And that's sort of what we what we knew coming into draft season was that there were five quarterbacks going first round and at the bottom of that list was Mac Jones. So it's interesting to see them trade up for a guy like that. I think you're rooting for Mac Jones to go here. I think that is the pick regardless from the Eagles' perspective, yeah. it's going to be a quarterback. Let's so, talk about this from the Eagles' perspective for a second. Yeah. What you're saying, Mac Jones, I think, is what the Eagles should want. Yep. Because then you have two quarterbacks who are all, 
almost guaranteed locks for top 10. That's I right. wouldn't say Mac Jones, besides the 49ers, is a guaranteed lock. Like, there's teams, like, who could possibly trade into the top 10. I know the Patriots have said they like Mac Jones. The Bears, I'm sure, would be interested in him. But Washington I can't say could be a contender to exactly. move up. I can't say for sure that I don't think Atlanta wouldn't take him at four. There's better, they would take Pitts over Mac Jones or Sewell yep. or someone. We'll talk yep. about Atlanta when it comes yep. to it. But let's think about other teams. You know, Bengals don't need a quarterback. Dolphins won't take a quarterback. Lions, very, very high chance they don't take a quarterback. Then the Carolina and the Denver are the two teams you'd look at. They both are possible to take Mac Jones. But honestly, if I'm Carolina, I'm thinking to myself, I'll throw a third for Sam Darnold over taking Mac Jones. I'll take, let's say Kyle Pitts is there. I'll take Kyle Pitts, put him in that offense with a Sam Darnold. And then you have Robbie Anderson, Sam Darnold, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey. I'd rather that than Mac Jones. Yeah. So I think Eagles fans should be hoping that it'll hopefully push a good player on the board back more towards the Eagles pick. So I agree. And and speaking of Atlanta, I I think we can jump right into that. Yeah, let's let's go into it. So I'd say two things here. Number one, I've got five names. I'll read you the five names. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, Go after Atlanta. We can start talking about positions teams might be targeting. I don't think Atlanta has any positions off the board. This is pure best player available. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. Maybe. So, okay. So here are the five names I have. Dave needs everywhere too. So it doesn't matter. The five names I have, Trey Lance, Penny Sewell, Kyle Pitts, Justin Fields, Jamar Chase. I think I don't think anybody else is being considered to that pick. No. Uh, Atlanta could also trade back. I can, so that's the other thing. I would also add if we're if we're gonna since we're gonna be talking about trades, I also think trade is on the board, right? So I give you six options of what Atlanta will do with that pick. It's either Lance or, or Fields if they're going quarterback. And I think they would prefer Lance. We've heard a lot of buzz around Atlanta and Trey Lance this offseason. It would be Penny Sewell if they're going, I think, with the best player available. I think they take Penny Sewell. That's what we that's what we predicted in okay. and Max predicted in our- Yep. Yeah. Pitts, Penny Sewell, Pitts or Chase. Pitts or Chase. Pro day day, by the way. Are so. also options and then Very a trade. Good. So here's I think the way I'm gonna approach this. I think that the pick for Atlanta is either Lance Sewell or Pitts. I'll I'll get rid of the other mm-hmm. three options, and I don't think they're gonna trade. Um I, I, I don't, I have just, I don't feel I that intuitively. I don't know. Maybe I, I just don't get that. Like maybe Denver comes up. It's only Denver who I could there. Cause Atlanta's staying in the top 10 and I don't think they I trade in division. With the division. Car- yeah, yeah. Right. I was just about Carolina. to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so Denver's a possibility, obviously Carolina. So I think it's, I, I don't know I, where to go with this pick. I think essentially the point of this exercise is that we're thinking about the different ways this pick could go. Even Denver, honestly, even Denver trading up is kind of a, it's possible. It's, it's a it's I, a possibility, it's but I don't see it happening because Elway Elway's very enough. I agree. Elway is very stingy with quarterbacks. And... He's also been wrong a lot on quarterbacks. Well, Elway's also not in charge anymore. It's George Payton. That's yeah. true. That's very true. So, okay, so here's he what we'll could, do. He could want his own quarterback because a lot yeah. of GMs want that, but I think right. they might just ride it out with Locke one more year and then go up, or they could trade for Sam Darnold. That's another thing that people have to factor into these quarterback needy teams. So okay, here's what we're gonna do. Let's go around and say who we think the pick is going to be, the three of us. Atlanta? And, and Yeah, and Atlanta. And then who Eagles fans should be hoping this pick is. All right. You want to start us off? Yeah. I think the pick is going to be Trey Lance. Actually, I just – I don't know. I, I don't – I I'm going to stick with Trey Lance for now because I trust the fact that quarterbacks will go top four. Uh, and even if they trade out of this pick, it's going to be Lance. So I'm going to say – Nobody's trading up for anything but a quarterback here. I'm going to say Trey Lance – is is the one I I I think it's gonna be, and if you're an Eagles fan, I, it, there's different ways to look at this. I think, I think that what you're rooting for, 
is Kyle Pitts so that you feel better about trading six away. If you want the, if you think there's a chance the Eagles make an aggressive move up the board, then you obviously don't want Pitts to go because he's the one out of the three elite talents here, Sewell, Pitts, and Chase, who could fall. Um, so I think if you're ho- if you're rooting for anything, it's going to be Kyle Pitts, so that you could sleep better at night knowing Pitts and Chase are going to be four or five, uh, and we'll get to five when we get there. I'm going to say it's going to be Trey Lance, and you should be rooting for Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I'm gonna. I agree with the Trey Lance part. I don't say rooting for Kyle Pitts. I get what your reasoning there. You know, make yourself feel better about yeah, the yeah, Eagles yeah. with potentially Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase both being off the board down. by six. He could fall down to nine. He could. We'll, we'll get there, but. I'm with him on the Trey Lance pick. I think that's honestly what you should be hoping for as an Eagles fan, a quarterback in some sense, whether it's Lance or Fields or Mac Jones, if the 49ers pass on him. But if they, you want the more quarterbacks to go before 12 because you want the skill position players or the cornerbacks, the wide receivers to drop a little bit. You want to be able to choose from a Devontae Smith, a Jalen Waddle, Patrick Sertan, JC Horn. Those are your four guys you want to look at. And we'll get to the Eagles pick eventually, but I'm going with Trey Lance, and I think the Eagles or the Eagles fans should want the Falcons to take one of the two quarterbacks left. I'm going to go with Penny Sewell. I, I said it the other day that I think I think the Falcons go best player available right here. They don't really go for a specific need, so I think Penny Sewell is a great pick for them. Kind of help them off, help them out on the offensive line, and I think if you're an Eagles fan, I agree. I think you kind of hope it is Trey Lance because obviously I don't think the Eagles were going to take, they had no interest in Trey Lance regardless. So I think Kyle Pitts is a real possibility that if he falls out of Atlanta at four, I don't see Cincinnati taking him at five. Miami could take him at six, but there's a possibility that they don't. They could go with one of two of his guys that wide out Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle. And I think right after that, I think you're, you'll kind of see Kyle Pitts. He, could possibly fall to like that eight or nine range and the Eagles could move back up and send Carolina or Denver a day two pick or a day. Yeah. A third round pick or whatever to move yeah. up and get Kyle Pitts. I think, I think that's what you're kind of hoping for if you're an Eagles fan. Yeah. If you're, if you're rooting for Kyle Pitts to drop, this has to be a quarterback uh, yeah. because the, the path for the Eagles getting Kyle Pitts is him dropping past six and seven and then the fifth quarterback being taken at eight. So the Broncos have a reason to trade back because if there's two quarterbacks at eight and nine, they're going to be, they're going to be gone after eight and nine. And then Pitts falls to Dallas at 10. So I, that's dangerous. I I would say, yeah, I I think Donovan's right. That Sewell is, is the most likely non-quarterback option. Uh, And if you believe the Eagles, you know, Dave Spadaro had that article that, um, a couple days ago explaining the trade and the reasoning for the Eagles making the trade. He said the Eagles have a rough idea how the first 11 picks are going to unfold. If you believe that, then Sewell has to be going number four uh, because the Bengals at five are going to be picking between Sewell and Chase. In my opinion, we can get to them in a second. So I'm actually going to, you know what? I'm going to switch my pick. I'm going to say, I think the pick is going to end up being Sewell. I'm still sticking with Lance. If if Max is going to Lance. Yeah. So, so, um, if you believe what the Eagles are saying, then that pick has to be Sewell. And the reasoning here is that number five, the Bengals are targeting, I'm going to say 
based on the way the board is structured, I'm going to say they're either taking an offensive tackle or they're taking a wide receiver. And we're going to include Pitts in that wide receiver, quote unquote, range. So here are the four names I have for the Bengals at at number five. Jamar Chase, Penny Sewell, Rashawn Slater and Kyle Pitts. Is there anybody else they would consider here? I don't think so. Okay, no, I don't think so. so. I think I think Rashawn Slater is a good a good shout, though. And and do you think there's a chance that they trade down at all? No. I don't. I don't think they're in, interested in that. They're close to a, if Burrow's healthy. They're close to. A they don't. That's right. I don't think they need more picks. I don't I think, think there is. A, they I don't think there's really. A, they move on. I don't think there's really a yeah. team that could trade up at five. I, I could see you know? Denver Panthers. going up if they if they want the quarterback. So here's the thing with Denver and Carolina both being quarterback needy is that both of them have an incentive to move up because they could be worried that the other one is moving up, right? So Carolina mm-hmm. might jump to five, thinking that Denver is trying to jump to five or jump to six or jump to seven ahead of them. Um, so it's possible. I, I don't think they trade this pick. We haven't heard anything about them trading this pick. Maybe something changes on draft night. I think this pick is Jamar Chase, especially if Penny Sewell is off the board at four. No, I agree with you. I think you get Burrow, his college favorite college target. Albert Breers mentioned it. Burrow's pushing for it. Take him. So let's game this out on the two scenarios. Let's say we've pretty much landed on this. Let's say Trey Lance goes number four to Atlanta. Who's the pick at number five? I mean, either way, either way, either way that Cincinnati makes, I think you're, you're helping burrow out. That's, that's the goal of the number five pick is that you're helping burrow out in some way, either that's on the offensive line or getting them a receiver. I don't don't think there's there's any chance Pitts goes five unless Chase is off the board. See, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I think I think I think the pick is either Jamar Chase or Penny Sewell, yeah, and I, I think it I depends on what I think it yeah, depends on what Atlanta does. I agree. So let's say let's say let's say number four is a quarterback, whether it's Atlanta or somebody else. Do you think Cincinnati would take Chase over Sewell? I, I think Sewell is the better pick for them, will. but obviously Burrow I think prefers Chase. So I don't know. Who, who, what do you guys think? I, we can take a vote. I think they I mean, would take the, Chase. I mean, when the when the Eagles traded down, we first for her, we first heard that. The reason why that one of the reasons why the Eagles traded down was because they heard that Cincinnati was highly interested in Jamar Chase and that they, that they thought that Cincinnati was going to take Jamar Chase at five. That's right. So I, you know, I think I think Cincinnati ends up taking Jamar Chase. Max, anything yeah. that? Uh, no, I agree with that. I think all the reports have indicated that you listen to your quarterback too, your franchise, young franchise quarterback. You take you take Chase. Get him what get him what he wants. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to say Jamar Chase. Obviously, that would mean at number six, this would be the Eagles pick. If the Eagles were here, I think Kyle Pitts would be a no-brainer. If Penny Sewell is on the board, that would be an interesting discussion. I'm glad we don't have to have that discussion. Well, no, did you see what Jay said today, that the Eagles could potentially trade out for Sewell if he drops to, like, nine? Who said that? Tony Pauline. Tony Pauline. So I think the, the offensive line discussion is interesting. I would not take Rashawn Slater at 12. I don't think he's a, he's a special talent. If you're getting a special talent like Penny Sewell, then then I, I'd consider it, right? Because tackle is pretty much, I, I'd argue, the only position on the roster where the Eagles don't have a need, an immediate need, is tackle, yeah. right? I mean, maybe running back, obviously. But, like, positions they would take feasibly in the top 12, I, I think it's only tackle that they might not, uh, that they might, that they might not say, you know, this is an immediate need for us. Um and I think the reasoning for that is because they have this competition at left tackle, which is Dillard or uh, Mylotta. They have an established all pro in Lane Johnson on the right side. So that brings up the question is, why would you take Penny Sewell? Well, if you think you can trade Andre Dillard, 
then you take Penny Sewell because that guy is a special talent. He would be your left tackle for the next 15 years. Lane Johnson's getting up in there in age. Jordan Mailata has already shown the ability to play either tackle spot. He would start begin immediately training at right tackle mm-hmm. and you put Penny Sewell at left tackle. Right. But this is incumbent on you getting Dillard out of Philadelphia and getting good return for him. If you're if, if Dillard is still here, it doesn't make sense to have four tackles on the roster yeah. with one of them with two of them in Johnson and no, Sewell if you, being if you elite take talents. Sewell or hypothetically Slater, you are trading Dillard or Mylotta. I, I honestly, whichever one you get the better pick for, I would assume they trade. Yeah, that's a good point. Because Mylotta's yeah. on a contract year. Do you want that's to pay right. him? That's right. So yeah. So I think Sewell's possibility. I don't think he gets very far down the board. We can talk about that now. Let's go back to number six. So we, so far we have Lawrence one, Wilson two, Mac Jones or Trey Lance three, Trey Lance, Penny Sewell or Kyle Pitts at four. And then at five, we have Jamar Chase or Penny Sewell. Number six, I have two, three names right now. And I, and and I think we can build this out up more than just these three names, but I don't know. Let's start first. What position would Miami be targeting at number six? Obviously, they made the trade back some up. sort of some sort of receiver. They only made this Playmaker. trade. They only made the trade down from three to twelve, knowing that they could get back up to six with Philadelphia. So I, I'm curious. Are we are we saying pass catcher is the yes. only position they would take here? It's going to be a playmaker. I wouldn't say that. I think if Sewell's there, I think there's discussions. I'm not going to so, say they take him. I, 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 I still I think if I, can't Sewell, see I think I still think if Sewell and Pitts is there, I think they go Pitts. I can't see them. No, taking I Sewell still I think they take they Pitts took, as well. I I yeah. I think it's going to be Pitts overall, but I do think there's going to be people inside Miami's boardroom. It's going to be like, hey, that's yeah. No, there's going to be yeah. there's going to be good talent in the second round of the draft. Mm-hmm. We added Will Fuller for the year two. Let's protect our star quarter or our young quarterback for what could be the next fifteen years if he is the guy. They could. They could. I could see the. Or yeah, let's they, protect yeah. Deshaun Watson if he could be our quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. If he plays. Yeah, but, I think. I think. I think overall, though, I think. If no, C- I, I think it's going to be pissed. There, I, I think it's going to be pissed. Yeah, I mean, and if Pitts is gone, I could even. I can even. I can even see them taking like in a similar scenario to Cincinnati, where you listen to your quarterback and you take his former college teammate. I could see another scenario where I said it the other day, Jalen Waddle. Former teammate of Tua Tagovailoa or Devontae Smith. Yeah, I could see one of those guys going off the board at six two, just basically listening to your quarterback, seeing who the franchise, the, the the guy you drafted at five last year. You listen to him. Who does he want? And if he wants one of those guys really badly, and Pitts is not there or whatever this case scenario is, I think you take one of them. So yeah, so the four names I have for uh for Miami right now are Jamar Chase. Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, in that order. Um, I don't think Jamar Chase gets to number six unless... I don't think he does either. So I, you can scratch that off. I think the pick is going to be Kyle Pitts, which will obviously be gut-wrenching for a lot of the Eagles fans. Um, I, I guess you could convince yourself that maybe they take Waddle or Smith using the logic that, that Donovan just gave and the fact that they might not value tight end highly. Um, but, I mean, Jasicki, I mean, they had Jasicki. I mean, he, I, we know, you know Kyle Pitts can line up anywhere. Like, right. we know that. But, but the understanding is he's going to play tight end. Right, right. So, Jasicki is one of the best pass-catching tight ends, pure pass-catching tight ends in the yeah. league. He, he had a great season last year, so. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think this pick is going to be Pitts. Um, I don't know what Gesicki's contract contract situation is. I'm looking at it now. 
trying to pull it up right now. Let's see. He might have he, two years left. He's going to be unrestricted after this year. Okay. So, right, so like, that's okay. that's that lines up pretty perfectly for them if they want to play 12. I mean, maybe they take Waddle over him, but is are those four names who we've pretty much settled on for Miami? Chase. Uh, I think it's. I think, I think really you can add. I think it's fair names. to add. I think it's fair to add what Max said. Uh, you can add Siegel to that. Yes. Because okay. I think I think there's a possibility that Siegel could fall to six. Okay. And Miami would consider it. I'll add Siegel. I think that's possible. So number seven, Detroit Lions. What are the positions they could be looking at here? Wide receiver, again, I have. I, I think again, it's just best player overall on their board. They have so right. many positions. They're rebuilding team. It could honestly, Justin Fields could go here. I don't think he will, but I'm mm-hmm. sure they're going to discuss it. Be like, hey, get Fields, sit in the year behind Jared Goff, then get rid of Goff again because there were, apparently there was interest in Jared Goff besides yep. just the Lions on soft season. They did I not trade. I him. don't think they traded for Jared Goff for him to be the franchise quarterback. I will say no, this. no, no, no. God no. I will say this. I think Detroit is in a situation where I think they're the only team in the top 10 that I could see right now selecting a defensive player in the top 10. I could see uh, Denver. I could Denver, see Denver. Yeah. I could see Denver, but ultimately I think. And, and Dallas. Dallas, I think. Dallas. Uh, eh. They're going cornerback, I think. Um, well, I mean, they could take Parsons here. This is the, that's I think what I'm the thinking. Hi- this is the highest Parsons could that's go. What I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think they do. But this is as high. This is Parsons' ceiling coming to the draft. So here's the here are the names I have. It's a right Dan now. Campbell move. That's right. Here are the names yeah, I have Dan right Campbell's, now. Dan Campbell's. Yeah. I have Jalen Waddle, Penny Sewell in the scenario that Trey Lance goes number four, Jamar Chase goes number five, and Kyle Pitts goes number six. Penny Sewell would then go seven. Uh, I have Justin Fields, sleeper pick for Justin Fields. Like Max said, I think that's a good addition. Micah Parsons and Devonta Smith. So it's Waddle, Pen- uh, Waddle Smith. Sorry, Waddle Sewell. Fields, Parsons, Smith. Any other names we want to add there as a possibility? I think you got them all. Just going I back think... to the Fields thing real quick. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about how people think Jared Goff could potentially be the answer in Detroit, because he's still technically young. If Sean McVay couldn't get something good out of Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, I guarantee, will not. Yeah. So that's why I, I think Fields is going to be an option. I think mm-hmm. this is pretty much Rashawn Slater's ceiling, by the way. I, I'm yeah, going to add him just as a, as a potential well, actually, option. Uh, Albright said today a lot of teams do have Slater above Sewell. I don't know if the pro yeah. day changes anything. but So I'm going to add Sewell, uh, Slater as, as another option here. But yeah, Miami's also – I mean, Detroit's also a pivot point in this draft. Right? Could they take Could they take Kyle Pitts if he's at seven? That's, that's I would say your two wild cards in the top ten is Atlanta at four and Detroit at seven. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so let, let's go back to that. Could they take Pitts if he's there? Who's their tight end right now? TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. No, um, I don't think they'd take Pitts. I think they would take a uh Waddle or Smith over Pitts. The interesting mm-hmm. thing with yeah, the interesting thing with that is that Hawkinson, I'm looking at it now, looks like he's under contract at a very cheap price uh for the next two years. No, yeah, he's on his rookie contract. Yeah, yeah, he's on his rookie contract. Um the Lions spent already spent oh wow, they spent the eighth overall pick on him two years ago, right? Yeah. Out of Iowa. Uh, Right, so I don't think right. This is not really does make sense as a Kyle Pitts location. And if Pitts is at seven, that indicates to you that the three teams above Detroit, who could all feasibly take uh, Pitts, saw something with him that led them not to do it, right? Because because you could see Atlanta, Cincinnati, Miami all taking Pitts, and especially my Miami. If Miami goes waddle over Pitts, yeah, okay, then there's uh, yeah. something to be said about the fact that now Pitts that, is that's dropping. the that's the one I would say because I think Atlanta, if they take a quarterback over Pitts, makes sense. You know, Matt Ryan's yeah. old. They want Arthur Smith wants his own quarterback. That's right. And then Cincinnati, they take it. Sewell yes. is to make, you know, protect Chase or protect Burrow, my fault. And then Chase, obviously, Burrow's top target in college and 
definitely made Burrow look very good. And he is the perennial number one wide receiver this year in the draft. Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay. But Miami so, passing on him for whoever, then yes, yeah. I would be a little like, why are they not taking him? It could be a stupid pick. We've seen how he was to make many stupid picks. Right. So we could bash Chris Greer for it. But So that's number seven. Now we get to eight and nine, which are also interesting. Who are the positions Carolina might be looking at? Quarterback, I have. Outside of that, what are we thinking? Parsons, another offensive here. Offensive line. They can go Rashawn Slater. I can see it. Um, I can't I, really. I mean, Parsons, yeah, like Max just said, yeah, I could see them going Parsons maybe. They have a good offense, to be fair. They it's do. just the quarterback. They do. It's they're, the quarterback. They're, they're a playmaker. I mean, they just lost Curtis Samuel, but still, Robbie yeah. Anderson. You still have DJ Robbie Moore, Anderson, G.J. Moore, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Uh, yeah, so I think. Kyle so, Pitts, Kyle Pitts could be a play too. If he no, falls. Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts. If it, at eight, this is another place you watch Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I agree I'll with put, that. Put Pitts down. So here's the thing: if Pitts gets past six, which is Miami, and we are, and we don't think he's going seven, right? This is when you start looking at the Eagles. I would, be, if I'm higher Roseman, I would be calling Detroit, Carolina, Denver incessantly and getting up there, whatever it costs, right? Even if it costs. Anything but that Miami. 20- I think if he, I think if he goes to eight, I don't think Detroit necessarily. Because I mean, you just, I agree. You I don't think Detroit's six, going down. Because you went, because you went from six to twelve, and then you're gonna go with the seven. Right. I, I, I don't like, think it's Detroit. I, I, but I do Detroit. think if Pitts, if that's right, if Pitts gets to eight or nine, you have to do everything in your power to make sure he doesn't end up in Dallas. If Kyle Pitts goes to Dallas, that's yes, and yes. is an All Pro tight end. I, we I just saw imagine. last year with CD Lamb. I cannot imagine, and, and this is would be so much worse than Lamb. I think it's the yes. exact same situation last year too. I think it was Denver picking in front of Dallas, like literally the pick before. It was like, Atlanta was the pick before Dallas last. Yes, year. Atlanta Were was. Oh, well, Denver was right there too. Yeah, I, it was. QB. That's right. Denver was fifteen. I'm pulling it up right. So fifteen was Denver. Sixteen was Atlanta. Seventeen was Dallas. Exactly. So like same yeah. situation here. So I remember we Denver. We saw people getting pissed off at the Eagles for not trading up for CD. The the reports were that uh, the Eagles the Eagles basically once once Rugs went twelve and then Worfs went thirteen. I think the Eagles were interested in going anywhere from fourteen to sixteen, getting up for for Lamb. The Niners seem pretty steadfast on sticking at 14 and taking Kinlaw. Broncos taking Judy at 15. I don't think they were going to drop down. So the problem becomes Atlanta, who does not like trading down. That's another thing to keep in mind is that Atlanta very infrequently trades down. I, they might have a new regime in there. Do they have a new regime in there? When was the last time they, they hired have... a GM in Atlanta? They just hired a new one, right? Yeah. So, okay. So that's, a, that's, that's the reason we're getting all this buzz. Atlanta under uh, Dimitrov didn't trade very much, trade down very much. So at number eight, here are the name, five names I have right now. Fields, Mac Jones, Rashawn Slater, Micah Parsons, Kyle Pitts. I think this is a lock to be a quarterback because no matter what, there's going to be a guy at, at eight. You know, they I might would, trade I would, up. I would add Trey Lance to that. Did you say Trey Lance? I didn't say Trey Lance only because I thought he he might be gone. So I will add him too. Yeah, I would add Trey Lance. I think, Lance. It's, I, I think, I think this is a quarterback. Because, yeah. I mean, we said because we, we all agreed that, that Mac Jones, as of right now, would be the pick at, at three. But it's still a possibility that he doesn't go three and he could fall to that's right Carolina. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then so we have Fields, Jones, Lance, three quarterbacks, Slater, Parsons, Pitts as a three position players they could go with. I think, yeah, yeah I'm with Nader on this one. I think it's quarterback. I don't if yeah. I think this is gonna be where the fifth quarterback goes. And that's yeah, the final one. Yeah. That's right. I agree. I agree. So Unless then number Mac nine Jones. Mac Jones might this is gonna be turmoil if Mac Jones is the last quarterback there though. So then, so then number nine becomes interesting at Denver. I have as positions of need quarterback, cornerback, and linebacker. Yeah, take back um, what I said before about the Troy being the only team. 
I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. So Denver, Denver, I think goes cornerback here. So yeah. So De- so okay. So I have the I have six names for Denver. Fields and Jones again. I think they're going to take if 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 quarterback does not go four, and the two quarterbacks are falling. I think Denver and Carolina take the two, which are Fields yes, and Jones. I agree. But here's something also to keep in mind with Denver. If let's say the top five quarterbacks are off the board. And even Mac Jones might be the only quarterback there. They might not think Mac Jones is much better than Drew Locke and isn't worth the ninth overall pick. Benjamin Albright, who is based out of Denver, by the way, he's an NFL reporter, but he does do a lot of Denver reporting, Mm -hmm. has said the Broncos have been looking into trading back. So let's say Pitts is there at nine. I do think Denver and the Eagles have talks. And I do mm-hmm. think the Eagles eventually, I think the Eagles pull the trigger and get up to nine. If, if once, Kyle once Pitts is available at number nine, it, the, if Kyle Pitts is available at nine, you have to go get him. I don't care what it costs. Anything he's available at eight. Miami, I, right? I think he was available at eight. Have to go but I don't think eight, I, I don't know if Carolina would trade, but if, if Kyle Pitts is sitting at number nine, Denver's not going to take him and he is going to fall into Dallas's lap. You give anything in, you give anything, literally anything except the Miami pick next year to go up and get him. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what, as long as you're not giving the Miami pick, you're still coming out on top, getting the guy you were going to take at six, getting him at nine. If you trade a second round pick, that means you just traded uh, six and a second round pick for nine and a first round pick. But really, you were going to get the same player you're going to get anyway. So you just traded a second for a first is the way you think about that. There will be talent in the third round. You have two third round picks, too. There will be talent in the third round where you can get like a cornerback in the third. And he's going to be your cornerback, too, is what it sounds like. He probably won't be good his rookie year, but throwing him into the fire his rookie year is honestly a smart play. Who are we talking so, about here? Just like if they end up getting up a second round pick, right, 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 right. Oh, and you okay, take okay. cornerback right. third so round. So here's the thing: they, I don't think take... it would take. I don't think it would take a second round pick. I think you could get this done with two thirds. Or I don't even think you would get. Two, I, I think. I mean, get... to move up twelve to nine, three oh, spots. Who was it? Oh, Ed Kratz, the SI.com reporter, did the trade, and he had the Eagles moving up for Pitts at nine. It was first obviously a third i think it was 70 and a fifth that's that's fine which is fine with me fine you don't really me. lose any other picks like oh you don't have a fifth rounder shucks how he misses on those picks anyway we had we have multiple fifth round picks anyway no we had we had to but then oh so yeah that's, that's right, that's right. and then we the yeah we, swapped then we, we could get another fifth by trading Ertz for all we know honestly that's right that's trade. also it is. So here's the thing trade. i'm looking at one of these trade <laughs> these trade charts trade Ertz to denver one of these draft pick trade charts, and it's it's about a hundred and fifty point difference between nine and twelve, which gives you about a late third round pick. So I mean, they yeah. might ask for more than that, but the value should be about a third and a fifth. Third and fifth works with me. I'll give them pick seventy. It's a top six pick in the draft, so their third round. That's right. Yeah, and then the Eagles also have eighty something from eighty four. Okay, so that's number nine, Denver. Uh, oh, we didn't even go through the names I have here. So I've got Fields, Jones, Slater, possible, Patrick Sertain, Michael Parsons, J.C. Horn, or a trade. I think they're going to go purse. They added Darby and Fuller at cornerback, but I do think it's very possible they end up bringing in. I think in Denver, I think they would take Sertan over Horn. Yes. Or Farley. I don't think Farley's going to go. I honestly don't think Farley's, Farley's going got to the top injury 15. concerns. I don't yeah. think, I think he's going to drop a little bit. I think he's going to be picked in the 20s. Maybe uh, Arizona at 16, but I'm mean, not the point. Um, I think my, I'm leaning towards Sertan, but. I think how our board has fallen so far, they trade back. And that, and that you're saying that yeah. because you think that the quarterbacks are gone. 
Yes. And that would yeah. leave them with and I think Slater, Sertan, Parsons. Well, actually, look at our board. If Pitts is off the board, no one's going to really want to I trade. I could see Slater. I could see Slater being a possibility, but I think no. I think actually, no. I think, I, I think they trade back. I think Pitts is on the board. So I think mind. they take. I think they take Slater here at nine if the quarterbacks yeah. are gone. I think they're going to take Sertan. Okay, so then I'm going yeah, to go with picks. Slater. Yeah, I'm going to go with Slater, but I also agree with Max that a big possibility is as a trade down. Yep. I okay. think it depends on the board falls, but yeah. So then we get to Dallas at number 10. The, I, I have cornerback as a huge position of need. And after that, tight end. So if Pitts is here, this is the absolute lowest. Oh, yeah. Point. He's not getting past Dallas at 10. Right in a second. Uh, I think, that's why I think that's Dallas, why Eagles straight up. Not to, not to keep bringing up the same player, but I think Dallas is another team that could go an offensive tackle. And you could see Slater go here as well. I, no, I think I it's possible. I, I just I, I think they're going to prefer. This is a team they, you know, with, with, with Dak on this huge deal, I think there's a team that thinks they're ready to compete. Um, and that's what leads me to think they're going to try to get a starter in Sertan or Horn. I mean, they could go, they could go yeah, offensive no, yeah. line. They yeah. have been disciplined in taking positions like that in recent drafts, kind of overruling Jerry. Especially uh, after like Dak's injury too. They could be. Yeah, like, they could. Totally could be a Slater position. So I, I agree I think, with Nader though. I do think it's going to be JC Horn in this case because I Sertan yeah. going at the nine. So yeah, I think this is Pitt, think, Sertan, Horn, or Slater. I think Sertan, I think Sertan or Slater goes here. Okay. Yeah. Just Sertan because I, just because I think that, Pitts uh, falls to like nine and the Eagles trade up or Carolina takes them at eight. Right. So I, I just don't think Pitts is going to be there. New York at 11, pretty much every position I need. Interior offensive line, wide receiver, cornerback, defensive end. I have J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertan, Quiddy Pay. Uh, this is, I think, the earliest that Quiddy Pay would go. Devonta mm-hmm. Smith, an option at 11. I think Jalen Waddle will be gone, but he could potentially be an option at 11. Anybody else we want to mention? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jalen Phillips from Miami. You have to mention. Yes, Jalen. Phillips. just about the same. Yes, it's we talked him. about. Actually, we talked about him the other yeah, day we, on the we podcast. Went into a little bit of depth on him. The big thing with Phillips, he has all the tools to become an elite pass rusher. It's the medicals that are pushing him down teams' boards. Yeah. So this, I, this is Phillips' ceiling. This is really any defensive end ceiling here. So Giants. Yeah. But Quiddy, I, pay, Quiddy Pay is, is is another name. I think I think, I think that's yeah. Quiddy Pay. That's I think where I'm leaning. That's Quiddy where I'm leaning. Towards. I think it's gonna be Quiddy Pay because I think it's a safer pick than Phillips. If you want to try to do a high risk, high reward, it's Jalen Phillips. But I think they're gonna uh, stick with Quiddy Pay. He hasn't had injury concerns and he's been very productive in college. I think However, this is also. I I think this pick, by the way, I think this pick is gonna be Devonta Smith. Uh, New York is a team that doesn't really look at analytics under uh, Gettleman. Um, and I think there will be a lot of teams that are worry, wary of taking Smith because of his measurables um, and his and his how small he is. And I don't think New York cares about that. And I think if Smith is at eleven, they might say like, "I can't believe we're getting the Heisman winner at eleven, and they could just take Devonta Smith." So, but I mean, those are the options, right? It's, it's Horn, it's Sertan, it's Pay, it's Smith, Waddle, Phillips. I don't think they take Slater I will, if he's there. I will say this though: I think if if Miami at six doesn't take Waddle. I think this is the team that's going to take Waddle. I think the Giants are going to be the team I at eleven. Waddle's, yeah, hundred percent. Because I don't, because I don't see, I don't really see anybody outside Waddle's of six. Different landing spots from seven, from seven to ten. I don't see Waddle going. So when you get to eleven and the Giants, I think it's a great fit. I think. It's, I think. I think they would take Smith over Waddle. You think so? I don't know. I don't. I, Again, I, like, I, I just go back take... to that. Like th- these are I, th- this. This front office is the front office that just puts on the tape, watches, and sees, you know, this guy's good, this guy's not. Mm-hmm. At no point ever have they taken into consideration value of the pick, consensus picks, analytics. Yes, so I think yeah. they just like Smith, more productive, we're going with Devonta Smith. And that could be the, the, uh, the oh, thing. Oh, just 
on not Nate or not Nader at Donovan's point real quick. Jalen Waddle could go to the Lions. I can see it. But here's the thing. Here's yeah, the thing, I like, mean that's what we're saying. But but between Detroit and and New York, there are not there are no landing spots for him in Carolina. No, yeah, Denver, I agree. Dallas, I agree. Sense. I'll counter that with what Nader just said with the analytics and the Detroit Lions just not being a a very good organization. And Dan Campbell, he'll that's see the t- he'll see the tape and he'll just look at Devontae Smith and see that he's had a better collegiate career or a collegiate season than Waddle. Heisman Trophy winner. Right. Right. And I think that I think that if the Lions had a had a pick between Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, I think they go with Devontae Smith at seven. So here are the therefore six names I think the Eagles are considering at number twelve: Jalen Waddle, J.C. Horn, Quiddy Pay, Patrick Sertain, Devonta Smith, and Rashawn Slater. Anybody else you would add to this list? I'm going to say it again. I think Jalen Phillips. You have to add to the list just because of. Oh, wait, wait. Are Why? we talking about the Giants? This is the Eagles. No, no, the Eagles. Okay, I'm saying add it because we have seen, obviously we know how he loves him, some defensive linemen, offensive linemen. Eagles fans are going to be mad at you. Trenches. Yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> but I think the pick here anyway is J.C. Horn, if available. I but agree. If, I... But there's a very real chance that Horn and Sertan go 9 and 10 to the Broncos and the Cowboys. So then at this point, you're taking, in my opinion, you're taking Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith. Yeah, I, I think Jalen Jalen Phillips, like you said, to add him to that board, I think it's a it, it's I it's a, it's a not it's not a bad move to consider a guy like Jalen Phillips, who's very good. So, I think that pretty much me. brings us to the end. I, here's what I want to do now. Let's let's then if that's the case, let's go through these scenarios. Uh, as Donovan, I think, chokes on his chips. Um, yeah, let him do his we'll, thing. We'll wait for him we to don't come need, back. We don't need him. Let's therefore then go through a couple mock draft scenarios. Right? Let's go through the different scenarios here. We're going to go through th- three different quick scenarios before we wrap up. Um, the first scenario will be Lawrence Wilson, Mac Jones three, Trey Lance four. What happens at number <clears> five? Let's just we're just going to vote and go through this quickly. If Chase. Lance goes at four, what happens at number five? Chase, I think I think I'm almost lucky in Chase to the Bengals, no matter what. Um, I agree with Chase. I just returned from my choke. I'm sorry. Uh, Chase, I think Chase is the pick. Okay. So that means number six, I'm going to vote Kyle Pitts. I agree. Donovan? Um, yeah. yeah. Number seven, I would vote Penny Sewell. Yep. I agree with that one. The seven, the Detroit? Detroit, yeah. yeah. I'd go Devontae Smith. Over Penny Sewell and Jalen Waddell. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're he, not that. It, not that I think they should do that. Right. I'm saying that's right. what I, I think they will yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this, we're, we're just going to vote. So in this case, we're going to say it's Sewell. So, okay, but... so are we are we saying that like what they should do or? No, 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 no. We're they... doing just, we're going to go through three different, while you were choking, I, I explained this. We're going to go through three different, um, three different mock draft, like three different scenarios for the first 12 picks. This scenario is what happens if Trey Lance goes number four. Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. And so then we have Chase Pitts and then Sewell at seven is what we're going to vote gotcha. on. I got gotcha. you. Eight, I think, is Justin Fields. I we Agreed. agreement there probably. Agreed that. Nine is Patrick Sertain. Mm-hmm. I think Rashawn Slater. I think Slater could be the pick if they're yeah, I think all in on Drew Locke and try to make Drew Locke as successful as possible next year. Slater is definitely the pick. But I think overall they could 
end up making a run for the playoffs, but they're going to need to stir up that defense. And I know Darby ain't good. So I'm voting. I'm voting for Sertain. So what are you? I'm with Sertain. I'm with Sertain. But I know Donovan's on Slater train. Okay. Then at ten at Dallas, it would be. I think it's J.C. Horn. I think. I think here's where you see Sertain. But assuming Sertain is gone at nine. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. I'm with Uh, Horn. I'm with Horn. Yeah. Okay. Then eleven. My vote is going to be for Quiddy Pay. Yes, I agree. Maybe I no. You know what? Looking at it now, I'm going to change that. My vote is Devonta Smith. I would say Quiddy Pay for me. My vote. 11's New York. Yeah. My vote. I would say Quiddy Pay or Rashawn Slater again. Pick one. Quiddy Pay. Is it Smith or Pay for for? I'm going Quiddy Pay. Okay, so we're gonna say it's welcome, to the, welcome to the team. Welcome to the team. Man. That would mean at eleven. I mean, for twelve for the Eagles, um, we're gonna say Jalen Waddle. Yeah, I'd go Waddle. Okay. Yeah. So okay, so this is our first scenario: is what happens if a quarterback, specifically Trey Lance, goes number four, and uh, and Mac Jones goes number three? We have Lawrence Wilson, Jones, Lance, and then Jamar Chase at five, Kyle Pitts at six, Penny Sewell at seven, Justin Fields at eight, Patrick Sertain at nine, J.C. Horn at ten, Quiddy Pay at eleven, Jalen Waddle at twelve. Mm-hmm. And we the just, name. We should just title this podcast the Trey Lance podcast. <laughs> I hate Trey Lance. So I, that's, hated, I hated that Trey Lance talk to the Eagles. I did. I did. I so did. that is that is our first scenario. Let's go to the second scenario. What happens if Atlanta takes Penny Sewell? Is that possible at four? What are we saying? Is yes. that, I, yeah, that's I, definitely I pre- possible. I predicted that. Okay. Yeah, I, so I think they will. The, the three I'm thinking, the three different scenarios I'm thinking is what happens if Atlanta takes Lance, Sewell, or Pitts? You, so you want to run through it again real quick? If, so let's do it four. again. Let's do it again, assuming Sewell goes at four. Okay. Five would definitely be Jamar Chase. I think that's the same. That's the same for yeah. I think six is Pitts again. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I would say Pitts again. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Pitts again. Seven this time. I would say Jalen Waddle. I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with Devontae Smith. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go st- I'm, I'm gonna stay Jalen Waddle. Okay. okay. I so think Waddle's gonna go above Smith. I, don't, so I think the Heisman Trophy is bullshit. I think that's a terrible reason to pick a player over someone else. So, so it's seven is Jalen Waddle. At eight and nine, it would be Lance and Fields in whatever order. Yes, I agree. I think I think Fields would go first. <clears throat> okay, Fields first. I think Lance goes first in that scenario. I think I think Carolina would take Lance as well. So then at ten, we're back to we're back to Dallas. I think they take Patrick Sertain as the top corner on the board. Slater. Slater for Donovan. I think they'd stay certain. I agree with that. Okay, I have certain as well. And then eleven uh, at New I York. Think, I don't think it'd be Jason. I think they'd stay Quiddy Pay. You think it'd be Quiddy Pay? Um, I could see Devonta <laughs> Smith here too. Who, who's the Giants' offensive tackles? It's Nate Solder, Nate, right? I think Solder's gone, or maybe he's still there. Solder and Andrew, Andrew, the one they Andrew drafted Thomas. The third, yeah, Andrew they did Thomas. take it. Thomas. I might, year. I might take Slater here. They have Thomas That's, and they have they have Matt Pert. I think I think what's his face is gone. I think Solder is gone. Matt Pert they took in the third round last year. I don't care about Matt Pert. Slater's gonna be good. Nate Solder is coming back to the Giants. Yeah, he's back. I I would think about Slater here, but I think I don't think it'll be JC Horn. Okay, so then we're gonna let's say let's say Quiddy Pay. I would say Quiddy Pay just on based off best player available along with need. Okay. Kind of combining both because I don't think, especially with Adoree Jackson coming in, he might not be a, a super good cornerback too, but he's a guy you can plug in at cornerback too who won't be bad because you have James Bradbury on the other side. Interesting. Yep, that's and a then, good point. 
And then in the second round, there's still going to be options. Like you could have someone like Ifiati Melanfonwu in the second round, who if he doesn't go first round, he's a versatile guy who can who can line up at cornerback, but can also play safety. So then at the Eagles at 12, you're taking uh, JC Horn. They would take JC Horn. JC Horn. I'd take JC Horn right now. That's easy. Quickly, yeah, just like going through it real quick. I would definitely my big board for the Eagles is assuming a lot of these guys are off the board, and you have you're picking between the two top two cornerbacks and top two wide receivers. Mine goes Waddle one, Horn two, Sertan three, and then Smith four. Yep, I That's think I would I probably agree with that. Okay. Uh, in the interest of time, we'll jump to the, the last potential mock draft. What happens if the Falcons take Kyle Pitts at number four? That pushes Jamar Chase again at number five. Now, do they consider taking Sewell here? I think they consider it like we said earlier, but I think... I, I think, think I'm locking Jamar Chase no matter what. Yeah, I'm locking Jamar okay. Chase. Okay, so then that puts us to Miami with no... Pitts or Chase on the board, who do they take? I think, I think Waddle. it's Sewell. Sewell. Really? I think it'd be Waddle. Interesting. I think it also I think I also think it'd be Sewell. I think Sewell. Uh, I think so then Waddle. Let me give my explanation real quick. Uh, I think it'd be Waddle because you basically he's gonna be you need the weapons for Tua and you wouldn't have to pay Will Fuller next year because he basically turned into I, Will Fuller. No, I agree with you. Yeah, I do. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, mean, I, I said that wrong. the other I think day. Sewell, I think it'd be between Sewell and Waddle, but so Sewell's not a bad pick, but keep going. So then seven would be Waddle. Uh, Waddle. Um, okay, yeah. Eight and nine would be. Oh, this is Trey Lance going four three. Okay. Oh no no no! I, I I'm I'm typing in the wrong area. Oh okay. Um, so Trey or this, Mac Jones. This is assuming three. Mac Jones still goes three. Arsenal, I'm going to keep it the same. I think Lance goes eight. Fields goes think... nine. Lance, go- that's right. We're keeping. You agree with that? Okay. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Let me just make let me just change up the document a little bit because I was typing in the wrong place. So this is yeah. So this would be Lawrence Wilson Jones Pitts Chase Sewell Waddle, and then Lance and Fields. Yes, and then I honestly think. So then at this point we have the same people going off the board. It's really just in a different yeah, order. okay. So then it's really the same thing. To wrap up the podcast here, it's really you pay attention to a few different teams. You pay attention to Atlanta, Atlanta, Miami. Miami a little bit, not as much Miami. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think so because it all depends of what. Well, I think because I think Cincinnati's going to take Jamar Chase. Yeah, I think I think Cincinnati's Chase or Sewell, which you don't expect well, to get either I, of those right, players so anyway. I, I think Sewell goes either five or six or four. But, four, but the four, thing is, but the thing is with Miami is they could go Sewell, they could go Waddle. You know, so I think I think it depends what you do there because I think Waddle the Waddle ceiling is six. I don't see. I don't. I don't know if I could see him going seven. Or eight, I think if he's there at eleven, he goes to the Giants. But other than six, I don't know if I could see Waddle going in the top ten. So my other takeaway from this is that we we went through just a recap. We just went through the scenarios of what happens if Trevor Lawrence goes number one, Zach Wilson goes number two, and Mac Jones goes number three, which seems like the out, likeliest outcome for the top three picks. We went through three different scenarios. If the Falcons take Trey Lance, if the Falcons take Penny Sewell, if the Falcons take Kyle Pitts. And the, the result of that was that if we if the Falcons take Trey Lance, we think Jalen Waddle falls to 12 and the Eagles take him. If the Falcons take Sewell or Pitts, we think J.C. Horn is the Eagles pick at 12. Yes. Now, I've got a couple other scenarios here that I'm sure we can go over in a future podcast because we're running, we're running long on time. Um, but... The other the other question is so what happens if Jones and Lance go three and four but Miami doesn't take Pitts for example it takes Jalen Waddle for example right then we have a scenario what happens when that happens what happens if uh, 
if Trey Lance goes number three or if Justin Fields goes number three, and then we, we, we play out the same scenario. So the, the purpose of this exercise is just thinking like, who are the possible players for each pick, right? And given those possible players, how does the board unfold for the Eagles at 12? The Eagles think they have a good understanding of where this board is going to go. I think my bet, if, if, I'm, if I'm betting on which mock draft is the likeliest, I think it's the one where Sewell goes number four. And the Eagles mm-hmm. take J.C. Horn at 12. I think that's the Eagles thinking is they think Sewell's gone at four. Chase has gone at five. Pitts has gone at six. Waddle, seven. Two quarterbacks, eight, nine. And then some combination of players at 10, 11 for Dallas and New York. But at that point, the Eagles think there are enough players on the board that they're, they're comfortable who they're going to take at 12. So any final thoughts from this exercise from the, from the two of you? No, I think, um, I think like, like you said, there's so many different scenarios that could happen. And it depends on a couple of teams in the top 10, such as Atlanta, um, Miami, not so much Detroit, maybe a little bit and Carolina and Denver. Basically any team outside of the top three and the Bengals pay attention. That's right. It's going to be a very interesting draft. It's a lot more interesting now that we're not sitting at six. That's right. That's right. So uh, I think that pretty much wraps up the podcast uh for today again any other final thoughts from the the, from the two of you before we sign off for good i I think my final thought would be i i i hope the eagles have a good grasp on how they think this board is going to unfold because there could be a lot of chaos um and it's really good it's gonna be interesting i'm so excited for it i can't remember it's gonna be very i wouldn't say i can't remember the last time i was this excited for a draft but more so like you had no idea what's going to happen. Like last yeah. year, we pretty much knew it was going to be Justin Jefferson or Jalen Rager. I remember Jay, he didn't come on the podcast yet, but he said Rager. He said Rager, yeah. he said Rager on his page. All the time. I also had Rager as, I think, the like. Exactly. You kind of, that, you, that was you knew, the understanding. You knew it was going to be one of those two. That was likely. with the understanding that the Eagles would have, Je- Jefferson would be off the board. That's what makes, I think, <clears> these, in, these scenarios so interesting. Obviously, this could all get thrown to shambles if there's a trade right but i think yeah. the, the benefit of being in the top 12 is that we know for but kind of i don't think any team trades goes. above the eagles unless right. it's for a quarterback unless mm-hmm. it's like a team going up for like kyle pitts he drops like nine so here's the other which would be the eagles here's the other yeah. thing that i would say is that if looking at these 12 the the 12th pick a good exercise for you at home to do is take 12 players that you would be happy with the eagles taking just take yes. 12 players in this draft and say i would be happy if the eagles ended up with any of these 12 you're guaranteed to have at least one on the board when the eagles pick probably more like two or three but it's also you're not picking making the picks howie right so i mean look that's that's my comments right now it's I, how do you trust howie to make a pick like this th- yeah that's i mean look at the end of the day right we just went through this exercise there are only a handful of ways this board realistically turns out at the end of the day, only 11 players can be off the board. Right? So no matter what combination of 11 players there are, if you have 12 guys that you are comfortable with, right? And, and really what you should be saying is if you have at least eight position players that you're comfortable with, you should be relatively comfort. You should be in a comfortable position, given that you think at least four quarterbacks go in the top 10, uh, maybe five. Right? So I think, you know, we'll see how it all unfolds. I, I am super excited to see if any of these scenarios end up hitting. I mean, obviously everything goes crazy on draft night. Most people don't even hit five picks. Correct. So no, you're lucky if you hit two or three to draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, and so by that, I mean like good starters. Yeah. Right. Right. So these are definitely our most viewed podcast too. So I, people listen to these ones. 
and and draft. yeah, so people love draft content. I don't know what our schedule um, is for the next the next <laughs> week or two. I think we definitely want to do another first round mock draft. We're gonna do a seven round Eagles mock draft. Uh, we we talked about this. We talked about this at the end a little bit last podcast. When I we think said we're that, gonna do another first round one like two weeks before the draft, so maybe like next week, a week after, and then we're gonna do one week of the draft. And we want to get April, Jay on for at least one. Yeah, April. April is gonna be a lot of like podcast content because we're gonna have we're gonna have like podcasts leading up April to the May, draft. Honestly, we're gonna have podcasts leading up to the draft and then podcasts right after the yes. draft and and coverage. You know, after rookie mini, right. if there's going to be a rookie mini camp and stuff like that, and it sounds like there was. I remember seeing something about the NFL memo saying that no virtual, no virtual. I think they said it was going to be in person since like the vaccine and everything. Yeah, as a heads up to everybody, we we are going to be doing rapid reactions at the end of day one, day two, and day three of the NFL draft. We will also do a class roundup like we did last year. Are currently, I'm going to pull up our our profile right now. Uh, our podcast profile. I think our most listened to podcast ever is still the one with Jay with Ray wrapping up the wrapping up the right after everyone yelled at because you know Jefferson's on the board there all time. Take him. We watched our, the our all time most. Office. Okay, so here it is right now. I'm looking at it right now the all time most downloaded behind the birds podcast number one <clears> Eagles 2020 draft class recap with Eagles Empire. So number that's two, after the whole draft. N- yeah, number two was previewing previewing the inevitable Carson Wentz trade. And number three is the Eagles selection of Jalen Rager. Number four is the Eagles emergency pod firing Doug Peterson. Number five, emergency pod Eagles trade Carson Wentz. Number six, emergency pod Jalen Hurts replaces Carson Wentz in Green Bay. (laughs) That was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was a really fun one. Number seven, Eagles coaching staff begins to take shape. Number eight, Eagles trade back to six spots. Uh, that's so that we, we recorded that about four days ago. It's already one of our top 10 most listened to podcasts. So thank mm-hmm. you, everybody, for the love and support. Yes, fun time. Um, number nine was an Eagles seven-round mock draft that took place a week before that. And number 10 is Jalen Hurts' performance in the Eagles lost to Arizona. So. No, draft content's uh, my favorite draft, content. We, people love draft content. So yeah. uh, Draft content, and even I think we would have gotten a few big free agency podcasts if, you know, we had money to actually go after, you know, like a Kenny Galladay. Yeah, that's right. Like free if we had a Kenny Galladay, like emergency yeah, free pod. Agent, free agency was really slow. So there Next year, yeah. what do we, I think we have like top 10 cap next year. I think it's like, like 60 million. We'll see. Got to pay some players, but still. Anyway, so for everybody here, all of our friends here, at Behind the Birds. We thank you. We appreciate we love your stars. support. We hope that you enjoyed our podcast. Please send us any questions or anything like that. And, and get me to the K, please. That's not as important as other things. Leave five please. stars. Leave five stars is the most important. <laughs> Leave five stars. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. Peace out. Deuces. Get me to the K.